0: Brought to you by johnnytshirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar Heel gear. From South Carolina, I'm Taylor Vipulis. On today's podcast, we've got a huge guest, both literally and figuratively. It's former Tar Heel defensive lineman now, Jason Strobridge, who's taking the time to talk with us today as he prepares for the NFL draft. Stro, good to have you on, and thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you having me. Now, let's go back to your recruitment and early Stro. People may have forgotten this, but you were originally a Kentucky commit. Can you walk us back to your recruitment process and how you eventually ended up in Chapel Hill?
1: Yeah, um, so I got, I want to say I got the Kentucky offer um, probably about the beginning of my junior year, um, high school. Um, That's kind of the same time I got my my USC offer, Um, but you know, both schools were recruiting me pretty heavily. Um, I mean those two are the ones that stuck out with me, with me the most. Um, you know, <clears throat> talking with the Kentucky coaches, um I committed I committed there probably what is, let me see, at the start of my junior season, um committed to Kentucky, um was there. Um then by the time the official visits came around, um talking to talking to coaches, talking to Coach Chizik, uh, Fedora, um, set up my visits um went to kentucky um i mean I, I felt it was it was an okay visit um then I, I went to unc and it was like just like family as soon as i got to campus um i mean all the coaches all the staff like and then all the players i mean they just kind of welcomed me in open arms like from day one so i just kind of i felt more at home and then you know it was, i was like man I'm, i was kind of torn between the two and then two days before signing I'm like all right this is i feel like this is the right move. So flips let everybody know
0: your freshman year you get to unc in 2015 and you get injured breaking both of your feet you know how does that happen
1: so it was like it was kind of an ongoing thing Um, from uh, my senior year in high school i uh our, our field was kind of terrible the field that we practiced on so it's kind of uneven ground and um one day i kind of felt like my foot just like i felt like a pop but Nothing. it was I felt like a little pain, but nothing really came out of it. I just kept practicing. Um and then it kind of got bad and so I, I I was out on the boot with that um probably about like two months later. And then everything was all right and then I guess I kind of overcompensated and then the same thing happened to the other side. So it was just I guess the overcompensation.
0: How challenging was it for you to be sidelined your first year at UNC when you're trying to make a good first impression for the coaches and for your teammates that you can be someone to, that they can rely upon.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was, that was everything for me, just being able to come in and make an impact right away. Um, I knew I didn't want a red shirt. Um, so, I mean, they told me that and I was like, oh, I mean, it was, it was tough, but I just kind of, you know, I just sucked it out. Just I remember why, why I was there. Um, you know the reason I came to came to college, um, get my degree, and play football. I knew it wasn't the end of it. I still had four more years. So um, after the first first couple months, I was I was good and I was I was I was in a good headspace. So
0: comparing your situation in your position room to mine, you know I had Coach Brewer all four years. You were at UNC for five years and you had three different position coaches: Trey Scott, Deke Adams. And finally, Tim Cross. How difficult is it for the players in that constantly changing, who's leading, and kind of setting the expectations in the room?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, in my opinion, I think it was, it was, you know, one of the, one of the best things that ever happened to me because I got to see different coaching styles, like you know, completely opposite coaching styles. Um, I mean, just throughout my whole time, um, I think that kind of helped me help my like me be able to adapt to different coaching styles so I mean I I think it was a great thing so
0: 2017 and 2018 UNC wins just a combined five games how trying of a time was that for you where you guys are you know you're putting in the work you're working so hard and you're battling every game but more often than not you guys were just coming up short
1: yeah I mean it it was tough um but yeah I mean that that was tough for everyone just Knowing just the injuries, um, and just always coming up short, we're always, you know, within a touchdown or whatever it, whatever it was. Um, I mean, I think, I mean, that's, that's kind of what, what builds us with, you know, builds character, just trusting the man next to you, going in and competing every day. Cause I mean, if you don't work, you're never going to win. So, I mean, at least if you work, I mean, you're, you're building on something, um, and competing. So, um, definitely trying times. Um, I think it it helped us all in in some sort of way.
0: Yeah, I think one of the most impressive things from when Mac Brown got hired was how he always talked about how the players, the character was at an all-time high. And in a way, I think you guys did – you were able to build that character through 2017 and 2018 going through hard times. But do you remember where you were and how you found out that UNC would be hiring Mac Brown to be your next head coach?
1: I can't remember what I was doing. Um, I think I was probably in class or something. I probably saw it on Twitter, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was, he came to talk to us earlier, um, in 2018. So, um, you know, hearing him talk and knowing his background, I mean, we're, we're all excited for that. Um, you know, just to have another great coach coming in behind Fedora. Um, so, I mean, yeah, everyone kind of, as soon as he got, got here, everyone bought in and, you know, it, you know, it it showed during the season. So I mean, it's it's only up from
0: here. A lot of players mentioned heading into fall camp that there was a change in culture surrounding the team. As a senior leader, how would you kind of put into words the change in culture that you were able to see?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, I think there was there was um, more just you know kind of uplifting, um, you know, for everyone. I mean, if it was a senior telling like freshman, you know helping them out and there wasn't any, any selfishness at all. Um, But I think just as a whole, I think everyone just kind of, you know, really like rallied behind each other. Um, Everyone really just bought into what coach Mack said and, and, you know, everything he did, he, he, everything he said he would do, he did, he did. So um, I think a lot of guys, you know, kind of fed off of that. And I mean, it was just him making sure that, you know, whatever we needed um, it gets taken care of. So um, yeah.
0: Speaking of the culture change, I came to the first home game this year against Miami and, you know, I was kind of shocked to see how amazing the atmosphere was in Keenan stadium compared to years prior, even 2015, when we were blowing everybody out. Like I thought the atmosphere was head and shoulders above anything I've ever seen before. What was it like for you to see that kind of fan support this season in year one under Mac Brown?
1: I mean, it, it was crazy. Um, you know, he he let everyone know from you know day one we need we need the fan support we need all student support and so he I know he worked he worked really hard at you know getting everybody to come out and support us um, and you know we all kind of we all on social media whatever it may be um, <clears throat> just getting the word out just make sure everybody came to games um, but I mean just to be in the atmosphere just to have the fans the stands filled I mean that was that was a, a, everything I asked for in, in college football so that was that was great.
0: Getting the chance to be coached by a Hall of Famer, what is the biggest thing you've been able to take away from getting to know and play under Mac Brown?
1: I mean, just, you know, just lifting everyone up around you. I think that's kind of the biggest thing I take, I take, uh, take from him. I mean, it's not really much, uh, I guess, football related, but, I mean, just being able to just lift people up, um, whether they're up or down, um, I think there's there's so much, that's so undervalued uh, in today's society. I think that, I mean, that, that was something that really kind of stuck up with me.
0: Going off your new position coach, Coach Cross, what is he like both on and off the field? Because all we really get to see of him is the uh, the let's get this work hype type videos <laughs> where he has me ready to strap on the pads and go play for him. <laughs> so what's he like on and off the field when the cameras aren't rolling?
1: Yeah, he's he's even cute um, when he's not, you know, getting everybody pumped up. He's he's real cool, um, you know, play back night. He's not too, you know, too talkative, but um, he, he's a real good dude. Real good dude.
0: Outside of the quarterback position, I think the biggest area of improvement last season was just the overall team defense. It seemed like there were a lot fewer mental breakdowns and you guys got back to just flying around and having fun out there. What was it like playing under Jay Bateman?
1: Um, I mean it it was it was fun. Um, you know, sending guys on blitzes and making everyone, you know, making the offense kind of panic, uh, with the movements and everything we were doing. Um and then just how simple the, the playbook was, I think that, that helped a lot of guys just stop worrying about, you know, just stop worrying and just, just go. Um, so that that was that was really fun to to play under him.
0: Another new coach that gets a ton of positive buzz, strength and conditioning coach Brian Hess. What is different about what he's trying to do in the weight room? I know you kind of got off to a slow start with him in the weight room just because of your uh, your surgery. But what is he kind of like in the weight room, and what's he kind of doing differently?
1: Uh, I mean, he he brings his juice every day. Um, I mean, he's the loudest one. You can hear him. I'll be in the training room. You can hear him. You know, yelling, getting everybody uh, pumped up and ready for lift. Um, but I mean everything he's doing is, you know, speed and speed and explosiveness. Um so I mean it's he, he's he's such a great coach. Uh he just brings the energy, I mean, every day in and every day in and out. So
0: Is it something that you guys are able to notice kind of like right away, like say this player looks faster or this player looks more explosive, or is it something where in the fourth quarter you guys are kind of at your best while the other team is dragging?
1: Um, I'd definitely probably say in the fourth quarter, um, you know, we, we last longer. Um, I mean, it's not about who who's the better team. It's about who plays, you know, plays the best that day and who's freshest. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely us last longer than other people.
0: One of the players that I think Coach Hess really helped develop into a, a – a really strong player this year, Chaz Surratt switching to linebacker. What was your first thought when you heard Chaz was switching from quarterback to linebacker?
1: I was like, uh, I mean, he'll, he'll try, it, and then you will he'll, he'll realize it's not. I don't know. He, I, I, I wasn't sure how he'd, he'd take the hitting, but I mean, he—I don't think anyone really expected him to, you know, explode like that. Just, what was, just based off just being quarterback is the complete opposite.
0: What was it like for you when you saw him, you know, making plays like initially you were kind of skeptical about him switching to linebacker, but what was it like for you when you saw him out there making plays and he went from being good for a guy who switched from quarterback to just a flat out good linebacker?
1: Yeah, um, I mean, especially for me, I mean, in the in our defense that we have, um, you know we don't we don't make as many plays as we would in a four three. So seeing him, you know, fly around, it was it was a really good feeling. Um, you know, I didn't feel like my hard work was going going down the drain. So I was I was I was excited for that when I saw that.
0: Yeah, going off that point, you sacrificed a lot of your game for the better of the team. You were the focal point for offensive coordinators where. They were trying to send double teams at you as much as possible. Does that ever get frustrating out there, or do you just view it as a compliment that teams think you are that good?
1: Oh, no, definitely a compliment. Um, you know, just just listening to kind of, you know, NFL um, teams. Like, I, I watch videos on YouTube where guys will be studying defensive alignment. Um, and, I mean, I think that's just, you know, a compliment to the way you play the game and, you know, what you, you – people have to account for you. So, I mean, I think that as a compliment. I mean,
0: it didn't really – it didn't bother me at all. When you look back on the season for you specifically where you had to learn a new coaching staff, you had the ups and downs of a ton of emotional games, you battled through injuries early on, you were playing out of position at times, how will you remember this year?
1: I mean everything you said—just the injuries, just the the games, the the moments. Uh, that Duke game—it was crazy. Um, you know, just just seeing how we how how much we've changed in in a year. Um, that's that's definitely what I remember. Just the just a turnaround in in how guys you know how guys were with each other. You know how they approached every game. Um, so I mean, I, I guess it's a little bit of everything.
0: I was gonna ask you what was your favorite moment from the year, but was it that Duke game? And if so, what was it oh. about the Duke
1: game? Um yeah, definitely the Duke game. Um I mean just you know, coming down to to that last that last drive, um, you know, they're really close. They're in the red zone. Um and I was just I was just beat up. I was tired. I was like, Man, come on, something's gonna happen. So Chad got it, I was like, Oh, yes, we did it. He brought the bill back.
0: What was that celebration yeah. like in the locker room?
1: I mean, I I was crying, I ain't gonna lie to you, I was crying. <laughs> so, but yeah, we're we're all we're all geeked up in the locker room. We're yeah, I heard that bell for two, three months straight after <laughs> yeah. that.
0: How much so, did it yeah. mean to you to be able to end your career with a win at NC State and then win your last game in the bowl game?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's everything. Just go out on the high note. Um, especially where we came from, but what we, you know, just went through the, the past years, um, um, getting the bell back and then beating State. I mean, that was that was cream on, the, cream on the cake. So,
0: yeah, that was everything. Nowadays, we always hear, you know, this player is sitting out of the bowl game to prepare for the NFL draft, and I don't think anybody really would have blamed you if you decided to sit out, but was there ever any thought in your head of whether or not you were going to play in that game? Nah. No, but, uh, no, no. Was it because what what was going kind of through your kind of through your head, just how the team had been through, and you just wanted to be out there with your guys for for that one more game? Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. I wanted mean, I wanted to go out. Um, you know, every opportunity to play football, you never know when it's over. Um, so I mean, I just wanted to be out there one last time with my guys.
0: Towards the end of the season, when you guys were blowing teams out, the the final three games we got a chance to see more from the younger guys. And, you know, you and Aaron Crawford weren't being relied on to play like 95% of the snaps like you were earlier in the year. With you and Aaron moving on now, what are your thoughts on the younger players still in that defensive line room? Guys like Ray uh, Vahasek, Jalil Taylor, Tamari Fox, any other kind of guys that UNC fans should be looking out for? And kind of what's your thoughts on that position group moving forward? Yeah, I mean,
1: <clears throat> I mean, they they have a lot of depth now. Um, a lot of them have played early, like you said. Um, I mean, I think especially with the defense, they 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 aren't going to get stuck or be thinking too much about you know what the play is. So I think, I mean, they're going to be great. Ray especially, um, be the beast. Um, Tamari, Angelil, um, Zach too. I mean, they got so much depth. It's I mean, it's just it's, it's going to be really really fun to watch them next year. Um, and they got you know, so, so much more years to play, so it's, it's, it's going to be good.
0: All right, let's take a quick break so I can remind everyone about Johnny T-Shirt, who has been serving the Carolina fan on Franklin Street since 1983. Family and alumni owned and operated. They are the go-to shop when it comes to all things Carolina apparel. Mike Fox, he has the diamond heels off to a hot start. You might be thinking, hey, I need some baseball gear to support the team. Johnny T-shirt has you covered with hats, T-shirts, and most importantly, the beautiful jerseys. I know for me personally that I love wearing baseball jerseys because of their versatility. Maybe you can throw a long sleeve T-shirt or a hoodie under it for the spring weather and just like that, you're ready to go. Whatever you may need, Johnny T-shirt has got you covered with their great customer service. And don't forget... Inside Carolina premium subscribers save 10% off their orders. Okay, let's get back to Jason Strobridge. Before last season, initially Mac Brown was selling recruits on almost a vision for the future, but your team was able to kind of take that one step further and show that, yeah, if you follow us, success will come to where UNC, they had a top 20 class last year and they currently have a top 10 class already for next year. If North Carolina can build their way into a team that is always in the top twenty-five, what would it mean to you that you were part of the senior class that got this moving in the right direction?
1: I mean, the situation like what we're in. I mean, that's that's everything um, to go out, especially like that, go out on top, and then that would be the starting point for you know our success. Um, I mean, that that's legendary. Do you
0: remember? The first time when you realized you could play in the NFL and that was a legit possibility.
1: Um, I mean, I always kind of, I always kind of had it in the back of my mind that I would. Um, but I mean, I'd say probably. Um, I mean, maybe after I don't know what game it was, but I mean, I started kind of thinking like, man, if I just you know, if I keep keep at it, I mean, I I have a real shot. Um, so I'd say probably towards the end of 2018, 2018 year.
0: How was your experience down in Mobile, Alabama, down at the Senior Bowl?
1: Uh, it was great. Um, got to meet with meet with a bunch of different people. Uh, a lot of scouts, a lot of coaches. Um, got good coaching from um, Patricia and his staff. Um, met a whole a whole lot of great talent. Um, and I mean, it was just fun to you know go down there, uh, kind of be away from the team, but kind of we still working working for you know one goal and that was a win so um and then we came out on top so I mean that was it was really it was all in all it was fun real fun
0: every article coming out of that week was you know Jason Strobridge this Jason Strobridge that how your stock was shooting up and NFL personnel were saying that you made yourself some money that week what do you think that you were able to show off that week that got that positive of a reception
1: um I definitely say my probably just my motor and just my versatility. I told them they asked me what what did I play, and I told them you know three tech and five, and so that's where they put me. And I was just like, I mean, I just I just had to show them this is a play, show them you know what I could do, um and just made sure I always had a motor. So, yeah.
0: The Senior Bowl is sponsored by Reese's, but I'm curious, what is Jason Strobridge's favorite candy?
1: <laughs> favorite candy. Um, are you chocolate a big candy like, person
0: first? Uh yeah, a little bit. Uh, we'll go we'll go overall candy and then just chocolate. So if it's if it's two separate.
1: Yeah, overall I'd probably say Skittles. Um the smoothie flavors. Um those are the original. And then for chocolate, uh
0: I gotta say Snickers. Snickers, good answer. Are you kind of like Marshawn Lynch where you have to have Skittles before games or not that um, close to games.
1: No, nah, I mean I, I'll have some like a little bit of a little bit of sweets before the game. Um, usually it's good, but sometimes I get fruit snacks. Um, you know, just a little bit.
0: After the bowl game, you were training at Excel in Frisco. What has it been like to be completely done with school to where now football is your full time job?
1: I mean, it's it's great. Don't got to worry about no homework, no no assignments, no nothing. Just you know, just do what I know. What I, just do what I've been, you know, doing my whole life. Ain't gonna worry about no due dates. Just focusing on getting better with technique, with running, getting stronger, faster.
0: Do you ever have the moments where you kind of wake up and you panic that you might have forgot something that was due?
1: Yeah, a little bit, a little <laughs> bit. Um, it happened to me once when I was out there, but um, nah.
0: What was your week like competing at the combine and? Getting the chance to meet and talk with even more NFL personnel than you got to at the Senior Bowl, from uh, just getting the chance to sit down and talk with a couple teams.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was it was fun. I mean, I you know dreamed about going to the common ever since I was little, um, and the Senior Bowl too, if um, I had stayed. But um, I mean, just it was it was it was pretty fun. Just you know, getting to know coaches, um, you know, knowing their personality, them getting to know me. Um, I know I'm, I'm kind of a quiet guy, so I know they had a lot of questions, but uh, it was fun just, you know, showing my personality a little bit, um, you know, being around guys that I train with and then other, other um, you know, talented players. So
0: I'm curious about the combine process when you're talking with teams. Uh, when you are talking with these teams, are you getting feedback in terms of, you know, who it could be or when you think you can be selected, or is that all coming kind of from your agent?
1: I mean, it could be coming from an agent, but, I mean, we, we both agree. We're like, we're not going to worry about it. You know, just put your best foot forward and, you know, don't worry about it. Just focus on – you just focus on training and, you know, doing the best you can. So I'm not really worried about it. When it happens, it happens. But I feel like then, I'm just,
0: I feel like so. we hear all the time about weird questions someone might ask you at the Combine. Do you have any examples of any strange questions that you were asked at all?
1: Honestly, no, nah, I can't even tell you. Um I feel like they're all pretty, you know, pretty straightforward. Pretty standard. It wasn't anything. Yeah, they they didn't try to stump me or, you know, give me mad or anything like that.
0: I've got a a red flag for when it comes to you and it's like Matt Collins, you're a snake guy. What is it about snakes that made you think that hey, you know, <laughs> this is a good idea for a pet? Um
1: so I had I had a dog when I was younger but
0: I mean it was kinda of hard to
1: take care of her. Um you know, I was thinking I wanted something that I don't I didn't really like cats. Uh I don't think and anybody I'm, does really. <laughs> so um those two were out of the question. And I mean obviously I was living in a dorm too, so um I needed something that was kinda of low maintenance. Um fish just didn't do it for me. Um a rabbit or like any little rodent, I was like, nah, it'll stink too much. So um i don't know i just being like a, a guy who i love steve Irwin and like all like animal stuff and documentaries and all that so i just one day i went to the pet store and i just was looking around. And like shoot i mean i could try that um so i mean i just i mean i just like kind of it's it's really low maintenance um they look cool nobody really has it's a really unique animal so uh that's that's kind of how I started
0: did you ever consult with Mac about, you know, what kind of snake you should get or any of the maintenance with the snake?
1: Um, not too much. A lot, a lot of that I just did research on my own, but I mean, I asked I saw his snakes, I'm like, yeah, I got to get one of those. <laughs> uh, so Yeah, I got I got the same one, the same uh, boa, so.
0: And then I think I heard this right that you had two and you're just giving them away to teammates as as kind of like a parting gift.
1: Yeah, <laughs> um, Jaleel, he had asked me, like, because I, um, I had actually gotten that one from uh, Cole. Um, so I had it, um, and I was like, man, I, I mean, I don't really need to. and Jaleel was kind of asking me for one, so I was like, you know what, I'm, uh, just just give it to him. Uh, so, I <laughs> mean, that's one more person, that's kind of, that's a snake person, so I feel like I, I, I did a good deed, kind of. <laughs>
0: There's an article out from The Athletic that came out on Thursday where they asked prospects where they got their Netflix account from and one of the players mentioned he uses yours. Are you uh, everybody's Netflix plug?
1: <laughs> I don't know how that happened. I, I, he 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 worded that he worded that really good. because uh, I looked I looked at him like, what the heck? Like I was like, hold on. Like how many people actually do have my password?
0: did and you realized, know he had your like, account
1: yeah because we so we were we were roommates when so we were training and he's like he's like there was no cable in his room and i had a netflix account and he's like hey, can i use a netflix i'm like yeah sure i just gave it to him um i guess he made up the three percent of the people that were being
0: interviewed <laughs> is it, it for anybody else that you've given your netflix password to is it kind of like you know, you'll give out Netflix, somebody will give you Hulu, somebody else will give you HBO, and you're kind of just sharing, or are you just, just passing out your Netflix password all willy-nilly to everybody?
1: <laughs> no, I mean, o- only if if someone other other than, you know, uh, if someone other than LaRue has it, um, I'm sure I gave it to him for a good reason. I mean, that's only, you know, close people I know, so I'm not just handing it out, but, <laughs> I mean, if it, if it does get out of hand, I'm going to have to change it again, but, you know, I, I don't think it would be-
0: once you start getting the message that too many users are on at once, then you'll change the password.
1: Yeah, that's when it's like, all right. Well, I'll, I'll look it up and see kind of where they are, and <laughs> i you know, I'll call whoever's in that area and make sure.
0: Yeah. What are your go-to shows on Netflix? Are Are you currently binging anything? What's your What's your uh, What's Jason Strobridge currently watching?
1: Currently, um. I'm trying to I'm like halfway through Narcos. Um trying that uh I watched Stranger Things already. I can't wait for season four. Um, yeah, Stranger Things is classic. Yeah. Um, what else? Um Ozarks. Doing Ozarks too. Um but I mean really lately I've just been other than narcos just been trying to find some movies. Like right now I'm watching the other guys. I guess it just came out on Netflix. Um Move more with Will Ferrell and
0: uh, Mark Wahlberg classic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's take one last quick break for a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too. With the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now you're back in Chapel Hill training until Pro Day. I think Pro Day is the 23rd. But when you do leave Chapel Hill on a permanent basis and you're on your new NFL team, what do you think you'll miss the most from Chapel Hill?
1: I mean, just the guys, really. Um, I mean, that's kind of how it's been my entire time here, just my teammates. Um, you know, are the, the bond that we all have. To, um, I mean, it's, people say, you know, you go to school, are going to be your brothers for life, and it's true. So, um, definitely miss the guys the most.
0: I've got two more questions for you, and then I'll let you go, but – What's your go to spot for food in Chapel Hill? I feel like a big guy like you, I'm I'm ready to hear where you're eating.
1: Um I try I try I try a lot of different things. Um is it have to be in Chapel Hill or can it be No, like it could be in the outside? it could be in
0: the triangle area.
1: Um Backyard Barbecue Pit. yeah okay. Where's that? That's uh in Durham on um apex highway i think the same as it but it's got you know good good barbecue real good barbecue kind of soul food spot
0: I, I lot i i added one more question bojangles or cookout cookout mm-hmm. any reason the trays um the milkshakes. oh that's that's huge i would want to cookout too and then the last question that i have for you what is it like for you to think that in a little over a month you'll hear your name called in the NFL draft, realizing a lifelong dream? And I, I, don't,
1: I couldn't tell you right now. I don't know. I'm just like even like this right now. This process, like just going through the combat, I mean, I'm just kind of realizing that I did like the recent Senior Bowl. So uh, I can't even tell you right now.
0: It's slowly, it's slowly kind of sinking in for you. Just enjoying the moment. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Stro, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. On behalf of everybody here at Inside Carolina, I just want to wish you good luck with your training the next couple of months. We're all rooting for you to have success at the next level and don't forget when you get drafted. I'm a size large and I could send you my address after this on where to send me my gear.
1: <laughs> all right, man, I guess
0: you All right, man, I'll talk to you later. All right.